Hello guys, thank you for tuning in for another Shit Talk Week. If you don't know us yet, and this is your first time listening in, I'm Mia once again. And I am Connor. Special guest. And this week we're actually talking about a topic that's really interesting. It's to do with us. Um, And it's about relationships and how we met. So who Mm. wants to get started on that one? (laughs) Do you want to get started? I can get started on that one. We have to start from the very beginning, though. The very beginning? Yeah, of, like, friendship meets. But do you want, like, beginning, like, first time I saw you beginning? Or do you want beginning of, like, I the mean, first time we, like, had a bit of a, like, friendship? Me as well, because it's not a super long story. It's just, like, when we first met. Sort of thing, or when we first saw each other. I didn't actually really see you. Probably didn't know. Okay, you can start off then. Well, how I remember it, and I'm sure you remember it as well, was at school, and I think I was skipping woodwork. You were. As I always did. You were. Love woodwork, but just, it just bored me a lot, you know, sometimes, because I just wanted to always just work yeah. on my major project, but then. No, I never actually, no, I never had the motivation to do certain parts of it. I was kind of like wanted it done automatically. <laughs> Don't work like that. <laughs> Not at it? all. But it's so confusing for me to say that I love woodwork, I love doing it, but then like for me to be like, you know. Well, it's probably like it. you like doing it yourself, not being told what to do. Like you like having that natural creative outlet. Well, no, because we, we, we could you know, the whole point of your major project is to do what you want to do. But you still are kind of going by how, guidelines. How you do it. I guess you are. In a way. Yeah, it's also, it was more that, like, I didn't want to have to do, because, you know, for the major project, I did the videos and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, all that. I didn't want to do that. Anyway, though. <laughs> skipping woodwork. Well, not really. Just went to the toilet. Mm. And I remember that... You walked out uh, of class. Yeah, I walked out of class, and then I saw you and Mia. It's funny, because I'm Mia, and I was friends with Mia. Two names. And her name is Mia Rose, and I'm Mia Rose, so isn't that weird? Exactly. And, um, just came up to you guys and was chatting just randomly. I think just to clarify, too, I think you guys already get the gist, but this is a high school, a classic high school yeah. <laughs> meet cute. Yeah, I know. But yes. You, I was eating pide because no, I was hungry. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that, um, you know, we're chatting at first. And then I remember it was the end of the lesson and then you and, you and me wanted to go get food because I had to go back and then I came back out and I was hanging out with you guys after mm. class because I said I would. Yeah. And then you both had pides and you both offered me the rest of your pides. Yeah. But I didn't like spinach pides, and that's, what, and that's what the other Mia had in you, so I happened to have a beef pide. And I was like... I did. I, I quite like, like beef. I was like, hell yeah, I'll have the rest of your beef pide. Mm. And then that's it. That's, that's, it. Like. that's, that's the whole story. <laughs> that's that's how we got here. Now, um... Well, if we, if we were to kind of shuffle it and just like speed it up, the process up a little bit. Long story short, we became friends after that, 
and we kind of like hung out together alone. For a while, it was, been, was like a couple of months that we hung out. No, because it was in. We met in March met of twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So we were best. We bec- we declared <laughs> to become best friends around that time. And uh, around that same time, I was going through some things where I was not super happy and I was, like, hanging out by myself. And then I met you and I was kind of in this headspace of, like, oh, like, it's nice to have friends. But I, I even mentioned to you, I was like, oh, maybe I'll come and hang out. But maybe not, like, maybe I'll yeah. be in the library. Like, you kind of like the idea of being alone, but then you also yeah. like the idea of having friends. I think I mixed it up too because I was like really getting used to the fact of like uh, I guess making myself vulnerable. I was super guarded at the time because so much had happened. Well, yeah, you want to be keep strong, you know. So yeah, so we hung out because I started getting, I guess, loosening up a little bit, and I was being more comfortable. Not that mm. <laughs> what was that smile for? <laughs> it's a bit cheeky. But I remember we were doing gardening. Some it was like during English, and we were doing gardening, and it was so random. Every time you say say this, it upsets me so much. When you're just like, this random boy was just like following me around. Well, you were following me around, and then just classic me at the time. I was like, fuck. He's following me around. He's following you around everywhere. One of, one of the friends. I thought you were just creepy at the time. But then I went home and I spoke to my sister-in-law about it. And I was like, I was really mean. Because that's not like me. But I was really mean about it. I, I felt really bad. I think so. I think I was just like, I didn't know what emotions I was feeling. So I just mm. went, it just went straight to, he's weird. He's creepy. Mm. But it wasn't like a childish thing. It was just, um, yeah, I just couldn't really pinpoint how I was feeling. But yeah, that wasn't very nice. But obviously I didn't say to you, like, you're creepy. I was just kind of like, I, I think you could tell I was uncomfortable because I was just, like, looking to the See, side. See, I couldn't tell you were uncomfortable. I can oh. tell that you were, like, I would say you were uncomfortable, but I can tell that you weren't used to having people talk wasn't chatty. to you. Yeah. Yeah. But I was trying to, like, I didn't see that as you wanted me to leave. I saw that as, like, you know, you just didn't know what to talk about. So that's why I just kept talking. Because mm. I wanted to, I wanted to be friends with you. I wanted to try and be friends with you. I didn't want to be creepy. didn't want to be weird. And my intentions when I was, like, first talking to you guys, to either of you, wasn't, wasn't like, you know, the typical, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, root one. Mm. I'm gonna date one, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just wanted, I just wanted a friend. And I just, like, I figured out from, like, my high school years yeah. that I've gotten along with females. Yeah. Better than I, I have feel, with males. I feel like I get along with males more than females. Mm. It's weird. It's also, like, you just, I guess it's just your personality. I was quite, like, Tom, I hate the word tomboy. But I was, like, I wasn't, like, super into, like, girly girl stuff. Obviously, I did play with dolls when I was younger and stuff like that. But I yeah, see, just I like... liked getting dirty. I liked doing, like, farm stuff and cooking was, like, my thing. Yeah, see, that's just stereotyping, you know. Yeah. But 
But anyway, so we became friends. And um, an interesting thing as well was that you started being flirty, which mm. I could tell. Oh, because like I said, my intentions at first, at first. But I think you knew you were like, okay, okay this is a comfortable space, like yeah. it's pretty chill, I feel like I could... Well, I had to test the boundaries. I yeah, test the, test the waters. Dip your little trotters. Dip your little, little pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, just the pinky toe. I, did, I, I didn't, I know, like, because I wasn't creepy uh, flirty, I wasn't, no. wasn't like, oh yeah. No, never. Know. It was just like a little slight thing, I was like, oh, yeah. I can notice it. But... Um, I have to keep checking this so it's not stuffy. Um, but from there, also joined with this story, is I had a weird thing with a boy only a couple months before I had been friends with you. Mm. And he was so weird, like, you know, in reality, if you dig someone's biscuits and they're kind of showing you the same Hmm. you ask questions like hey are we exclusive Hmm. kind of just more to set it in stone so you're like oh it's not just like a bit of fun bit of play not not that there's anything wrong with that because you can do that too but i was more so like i would like to kind of date you know and when you say you're exclusive and they're like yeah yeah we are you kind of get the gist from that that Mm -hmm. you're just seeing each other no one else so backtrack to then um, he said that we were exclusive and he just like stopped talking to me for a couple of months. Well, maybe it was in a couple of weeks, but I was like, that's so weird. And he was kind of ignoring me at school as well. And I just like sent him messages saying like, Hey, just want to know how you're going. Not to like be clingy, but just cause he just like disappeared. Well, you know why, why yeah. It was just cut off so mm-hmm. soon and there was no explanation to it. Um, and then a couple months later, I think it was at the end of the year, before we were going on our summer holiday, um, he called me and he was talking to me about just like, he just seems very lost. I don't know how he is today. I'm not going to mention his name, obviously. Um but at the time, he seemed extremely lost because he said things to me um, along the lines of, thank you for giving me confidence because without you, I wouldn't have been able to sleep with all these people during summer. And I was like, what? Yeah, like, what the fuck? I just paused on the phone because I, I was just thinking, what do I say to that? Yeah. What does anyone say to that? It was so weird. And I just said, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, even though he, like, you know, you said you're exclusive, right? Yeah. You weren't, you weren't technically, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, but you were exclusive. Yeah, we were just seeing each other. I wasn't interested in you seeing other people class, at the same time. You would still classify that as cheating, in a way. Well, I think he was just really cheating, undecided. He was just really true. lost, and I was just thinking, yeah. I think we should cut this off because it's not a good thing. But anyway, oh, that's why it connects into this story because when you and I started hanging out just as friends, mm. there's, of course, like some form of jealousy of like previous partners or people that you've been with, even if it's just like a single, like a, uh, I guess like a one-night stand or just like messing mm. around. Um, 
he was trying to like get involved with us as in trying to get our attention mm. distracting us or like trying to really be cool in front of just making a really big scene and we were just kind of like oh this is so yeah like go away it just was so cringy <laughs> it was weird too because he always made out that he hated stuff like that and he did that so i think it just comes down to jealousy and um missing out on something yeah but yeah so we funny story about this as well to get into extreme detail about this mm-hmm. my sister-in-law knew that i was focusing on school for bettering my mental health in the sense of putting a lot of my um i guess my focus into getting good grades and really trying hard at school because I hadn't for a long time because of um like me experiencing anxiety and depression Mm. and she was just mentioning to me it wasn't a bad thing she was just like being supportive and making sure that I was okay she was like you know like you should get yourself out there and like get into dating even if it's not like a big thing or she was just mentioning some things that she did when she was in high school, like fun things, because this is the time to explore and experiment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids, I feel, experiment a lot with their sexuality oh, at this time. 100%. Because fe- I guess in a way you do feel like you're less judged maybe, even though you, p- kids are judgmental in school, but you're also – you can just keep it a secret because no one, no one cares. They're all off in their own little groups anyway. Then It's not like a, a big thing. Um, but so you and I were talking and I mentioned to you, what did I even say? It was something like really funny that got you. So it was texting and like at this point, right, it was, it was obvious to everyone around us. Like I'm like, I'm not even saying our friends, like with Mm. all the comments that people said, like, you know, that one kid that was just like, have you like. Fuck, dude. That was disgusting. That That is the epitome of sexism and toxic masculinity and insecurity, even Mm. as well. Well, he seemed like he seemed like at the time that he said it, I can sense like it's kind of slut shaming too, though. But not only of you, right? Yes, it's, like, meant to be, like, oh, yeah, did you fuck it? Yeah, but then, like, you know, that yeah. makes it just seem like the, that's all I was interacting your, uh, yeah. with well, your you intention for. Was. Like, that's all my intentions were. Mm. But, no. but at that point, we quite obviously liked each other. Mm. But we just... We didn't I don't say know, we, like, we, we didn't say anything, but we also just, like... It felt like we just didn't have to say anything because we were on the same... Sounds so spiritual. We're on the same wavelength. But we were. Well, we were. But remember, like, a lot of the time, like, we weren't certain. It was, like, one of those things that, like, being scared. Like, remember we said to each other, like, quite a lot. It's, like, I always felt like you were flirting with me back. Like, I could tell. But Mm. it's, like, I don't know if it was just, like, you know, I just thought you were Mm. or you just were. And that's just all it was, just for fun. Like, I didn't know if you wanted to be with me. You didn't know if I wanted to be with you. Mm. But... At that point, we never said that we wanted to be with each other, like, we wanted to date. Mm. But I remember, um, we were talking, I think it was over, like, Instagram or the the phone. Mm. It was something. Something like that. But it wasn't face-to-face. But, um... Of course not. 
teenage love angst. Yeah. I remember I said something cringy. I was like, I think I said something about like. You were talking about your kinks. Yes. I was talking about something like that. And then you're like, no, remember, I said that I have kinks. And then you said, what are they? And I said, oh, I only tell people that, like. I mess it makes around me feel, It makes me feel something. so bad. Like, it makes me feel like I love the way I played that because I was saying, I, I said something along the lines. Yeah, I remember of, you said something very close to this. You were just like, well, you never know. Like, I might want to, you know, do something with you one day. And then I just, like. I just saw that he read it and just didn't text for oh, a bit, and I was smiling because I was like, oh, man, what have I done? 100%. I was so I was confident like, with my answer. Yeah, it was 100% sitting there, probably in my bed or somewhere, mm. just like, probably like, fuck yeah. So excited, so happy, which, you know, that does make it sound like all I wanted was sex with you, but it was more because, like, I liked you and I was really into you from, like, yeah. getting to know you. And, like, if you think about it, like, it didn't take us that long at all mm. to get to know each other. Mm. But, um, but yeah, you from said there, that. Yeah. Oh, that was a whirlwind. I actually, it's all coming back to me now because I remember when we did that, I think maybe the next day or a couple of days later, we were like, do you want to try phone sex? <laughs> and we did that. But it wasn't even me, it was you. Because mm. I, this is obviously for another video, but I was never confident in masturbating myself. I was like, um, like that's gross. I don't feel, someone else was talking about it today when I was watching a video and I was like, I so agree with that. But it's like, if you were to touch yourself or start to do it, you feel like you're like not pure as a woman mm. and you feel but like you're, you're not innocent. And when I was, like, ever thinking about that, I was like, oh, I just feel like I can't get in the mood or I can't get off that yeah. way. So I was really insecure about that. Well, it's, like you said, it's another episode. But, um, you know, it, it, it does come down to, like, you know, we're not taught about the female body. Like, oh, for sure. At all during, like, with school. Like, you it know. sucks. Because it's like, I'm figuring, like, it's nice to figure out your own body, but it's like... I'm figuring out stuff that, and you're like, I don't even know if I know everything. I don't think. Everything. I don't think even like. I don't think anyone really knows everything yet. Yeah. But like, it's like a dick. You like, you know everything <laughs> about like cock and balls. You do. <laughs> you do. You've seen and, it all you know, as well. You know, like, there's no doubt that men do sometimes feel a bit gross and impure, mm. like when it comes to like masturbation I've yeah. definitely felt that but it's only been like afterwards mm. and it's like you know that's just a thing that happens like with guys where it's like you know they get really excited mm. you know they're doing it and then when they finish it's like you just drop and it's just like you get so sad and you like stare off and you're just like I can't believe I just did that and if you like mm. you know you're watching you watched a porn video and you're finished and then you just like sitting there, and if it's like, you know, the porn's, like, still going, mm. kind of just feel gross, just sitting there, just like, that's really interesting, I didn't know that, and I give it a minute, then you're back, <laughs> oh yeah, totally, anyway, yeah. but from so there, so we're doing cringy 
cane things. It's like not cringy. That. I think phone sex is 100% not cringy. I think if you're in a long distance relationship, it's so understandable to do that. Even if I you're don't... not, I think if you don't see that person often, like we only saw each other at school, but even then we were doing classes. Like mm. we just saw each other at lunch or whatever. Mm. And we didn't go to each other's places, mm. which we can elaborate on it in a minute. But, um, yeah, the first time that it happened, and I had never done this before because we were still friends. We weren't, like, exclusive. Mm. So we were trying out friends with benefits because I was like, I've never done this before. This is kind of, like, fun. And I felt safe doing it with you because mm. I knew that you were really kind and you were really respectful and you had the same views on a lot of mm. things, and consent was a big thing. I didn't learn mm. about consent, I think, until being with you, because I had just struggled so much, and, like... You mean learn? Just elaborate on that, because... Well, I, I would let boys just do things to me, and I would never say stop or no, like, or they wouldn't mm. ask me. And I would just let it happen. And it could have mm. been really terrible things where, like... Mm. But that was very early on, wasn't it? No, it was even the relationship I was in with before you mm. because he just started touching me without asking. Mm. And I was just laying there because I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I don't feel powerful right now like I, mm. I'm empowered to speak up or say anything and it was confronting for me and especially before that because I was dealing with like intense anxiety and depression I didn't say stop if it hurt or like mm. if I didn't like something I would just let it happen because mm. I just didn't love myself mm. which I learned to do before I met you because I had a year mm. off of, like, nothing. But, yeah, that was really hard for me because I would just, like, he would be really terrible to me the longer relationship I was in when I was, like, 16. He would be really mean to me and, like, mentally abusive. And then mm. I would just be, like, straight after he would do something or say something terrible, I would have sex with him. And it was, like, that was for a year, mm. I think. Every day, even, mm. after school, in the holidays was bad because you're not preoccupied with school. It's just like you have more free time. Mm. And I wasn't working often, I think, mm. or working at all because of my mental health. It was hard to have a job. Mm. Um, but, yeah, before you, I he was, like, fingering me, <laughs> essentially. Mm. And I, um, like, didn't say, like, hey, what are you doing? Did, or you didn't stop. Even say, you didn't even say yes. Him, no, yeah. and it just happened, and then he kind of just like stopped, mm. and I was just I felt gross in that moment because mm, I was what? like I feel gross that that just happened. I feel mm. disgusted in myself that I didn't say anything to protect my body, mm. but with you it was so different, and I think a lot of people think that consent is like not sexy, mm. and it's not cool to say it is, it is. but it's so attractive like when mm. that happens mm. and like you know you like you, every time you tell me this too not i don't feel disgusted in you yeah. i feel disgusted in those those men yeah like you know like if, if any if any guy listens to this mm. just consent is everything all right like remember it's not just 
you, not just about you, it's about the other person. That's another human being yeah. that you're interacting with. And you it know. can really stuff someone up mentally. It can stuff someone up. Because remember, like, you know, there was stuff that happened to me as well mm. where it's like I didn't completely give consent or was okay with the situation. Mm. It might have been that I did give consent, but I wasn't really okay with the situation, but I was, like, kind of felt pressured to give consent you know a few things happened with that yeah so I kind of had an, had a bit of an experience you know and what it's like to be on that end mm. you know which is interesting from a male's perspective it is interesting from a male's perspective you know you don't hear about a lot of men that have to go through that or just men that speak up mm. about that mm. you know live in a live in a world where men who get, I wouldn't say get raped, but any sort of sexual interaction. Assaulted? Well, any any form of sexual interaction because, you know, like, assault is still a sexual interaction with another person. It's Mm. not, it's just not always, it's not consensual. Mm. You know, it's seen as like, you know, like, sick, you know? You hear about, like, those stories of, like, teenage boys who have sex with, like, their teachers. Mm. You know, teachers are, like, 30, and they're only, like, 16, mm. like, 17. You know, everybody, like, thinks this, like, that's hot, like, hell yeah, mm. what's happened to me? Like, I even thought that when I was that age, when I was, like, really young. You know, but I eventually just grew up. And, um, you know, if you think about it, that's, like, that's really disgusting. Mm. Like, that's a young boy in a full, like, like a, a woman, mm. right? It's a woman that's manipulating that young kid. Yeah. You know, but, like, no boy is going to, like, well, not no boy, a lot of men don't speak up about situations like that because they feel like if they do speak up, guys or other people are just going to be like, oh, what are you complaining for? Like, that doesn't count. Like, that's not even, like, rape. That's not assault. Like, men can't get raped. Men can't get assaulted because they enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But from, you know, from those situations that I had, you know, from that relationship, my situation when I was a kid of what happened to me when I was a kid, Mm. I grew up knowing that, like, you know, everyone, every single person on this earth, no matter their race, their gender, their religion, all that, everyone... Sexuality, yes. Everyone is human. Everyone is equal to to me. Mm. What I want out of life, mm. most likely everyone wants out of life too. You know, I want consent with my, you know, sexual interactions with people. Mm. Obviously, you and I always give consent. You know, we live together. Yeah. Right? Even if we're just like, you know, be a bit cheeky, you know, for a night, come home from work or whatever, we still always stop and ask, or there's always that body language when we're both like, yes, we want to do that. Like, I'm never, like, you know, I never will, and I know that you never will as well, just, like, try to force yourself on me or, you know, me force myself on you because that's, like, I mean, like, it's disgusting. I think it's also just the part of our relationship that we've gotten to. 
mm. like how close we are as well and just mm. conversations we've had and communication it's like oh my God, it was commun- from the beginning that we had that because I didn't have that in another relationship mm. and that was the downfall <laughs> it was mm. like let me tell you if there's no communication it's not fun and it doesn't feel like anything yeah it doesn't feel worth it yeah you can go but anyway we'll go back to what we're saying so phone sex phone sex <laughs> you were having consent. a blast we're not we're even just talking about phone sex we're also we got to the point when um talking about you understanding about what consent was yeah well i mean our know. first time that we ever had sex together. And also another thing to elaborate on is a lot of people think that sex is just penis in the vagina or whatever way you want to do. But it can be, it can be just awesome. oral and that's all you do. Or And I learned that later on. And I was like, mm. whoa, that's still classified as sex. Or it could just be touching. Or it could mm-hmm. even just be like kissing or it's one rubbing. Of those, it's like one of those it things, doesn't, right? Where it doesn't, you hear sex. It's endless. You hear sex, you hear the word sex. Yes, that's what you think, because that's what, you know, a lot of people have said what it is. That's what you see in movies. That's what you hear from other people. But it's one of those things, and as like as silly as it sounds, it's not even really actually that silly. Sex is whatever you want it to be for you. Yeah. You know? Like, if I was to rub your elbow... And you would be like, I might that's get sex off and that, yeah. That's, that's, if that's what you think is sex, and that's, that's, that's sex. That's sex to you. Mm. To these other people out there, sex might just be, yes, just vag- vaginal penetration. Mm. To put a, to put a word on it, a bit of a twang. <laughs> but yes, so that was a really interesting story because we had sex. We're very nervous. Because we had been, like, hyping each other up, like, being mm. like, I've tried this, I've done this. But we both know. And we were we like, both the, know. like, the sexual tension was the very same. present. Well, you know, people that hear this, you know, if they did go to school with us or the newest, they probably saw that tension, but we were just, you know, too busy, like, you know, in our little world to even think or just noticed that people could see. Mm. Like, you know, there was a few people that did say to us, like, it was quite obvious yeah. with the flirting and all that. But, uh, like, you know, to us, we thought, you know, we being a little bit, a little bit, a little bit sneaky, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we thought we were so sneaky. Well, and then like, it was only months later until we had been doing things for a while that someone was like, yeah, we knew what was going on. Mm. And I was like, oh. You know, like, it was like they suspected, like, you know. You know, but there was that one guy in class, which I remember his name, but I'm not going to say, because I don't want to say people's name on this without them, you know, giving Except permission. Except our friend Mia is probably cool about it. Yeah. Um, but he would always ask me in woodwork when you would come into woodwork eventually, like when we were starting to, you know. I had three periods, I wasn't skipping class. She wasn't skipping, it wasn't like me. Um, and you would be like, always ask me like, you know, date me yet? Like, are you dating? And I remember one time when, like, you know, you didn't want me to tell anyone, but I was just like, yeah, like, she likes me. I'll, like, uh, 
invalidating or anything because he just kept bugging me about it. Yeah. But I think he was just intrigued and he liked it. And remember, like, we figured out why. He might have gotten off figured... by that. No, nah, I don't think that. But remember, yeah. we, f- we figured we figured out why because, you know, he kept asking. And then, like, you know, when we had our graduation party, remember he came up to us and he was just like, every time I saw you guys in woodwork, it made me, like, so happy to see that. Like, it was such a, like, genuine... That makes like me connection. so happy. Yeah. That's so nice. It was really nice of him to say that. It was like maybe really happy to hear him say that. Yeah. And this was someone, not not that I didn't think a lot, like, didn't like me, but like, you know, just didn't think was interested in me as a person of like who I am or, like, or whatever. Like, just saw me as just like, yeah, like, let's, you know, let's go to school with this guy. Mm. Don't care about like what he does or blah, blah, blah. But anyway, our first time was um, at our friend's house, classic. We were having a sleepover and we were sleeping in the same bed and we hadn't done anything at this point. We'd only been talking about it, as I mentioned Mm. before. And it was such a freaking interesting because I was... friend was so oblivious that this was going to happen. And like, when I think back to it, it's so goddamn obvious when they're like, you know, oh, we only have like the one spare room and we're like... Okay, we don't. Oh, I guess we'll sleep we, in we the same mind, bed. We don't, mind, <laughs> we don't mind sharing a bed together. It's all good. But you know, I'll just you know, if we have to, you know, you know, she just sleeps at one end of the bed and I'll sleep at the other. It didn't work out like time. that, obviously. But yeah, let me just get this story straight. This is how it went down. Laying down in bed next to each other, you spooning me. Nervous as well, though. I didn't feel the nervous tension. Oh, I was nervous. I was watching Bob Ross so random. Not random. But I was watching Bob Ross, I think it was half because I was nervous, but also because I just like watching Bob Ross before bed. It, it yeah, was really also, therapeutic. You also told me you were like, I'm very tired. But, oh my God, was this so like, cringy. Can I, I, can I please say it? Okay, I want to be... You in this instance. But you have to, you have to. So, I was laying down, and it was pitch black, and I just turned off Bob Ross, because I was just, like, laying in bed. And he turns to me. Here's my smooth ass. He turns to me, um, and says, I bet I can't kiss you in the dark. No, I don't know, I was like, I wonder if I can kiss you in the dark. Oh, mate. (laughs) But then, this is the thing, is that I was like... Okay. <laughs> then I went oh. to kiss him. And he kissed me like spot on. Like it wasn't like a weird chin kiss. It was like right pash on the lips. And then from there, it's history because the sexual tension was real and we were just kind of going at it like wild animals two times. <laughs> um. And we did this, I think we did it three times, because we didn't talk, well, no, we went to bed, no, woke up at 5am, did, did it again. Look, <laughs> we, we, every time. I, bearing in mind, I haven't been sexually, I hate the word sexually active, but I haven't been sexually active, even with myself, mm. for a year. I haven't gotten any for eight eight months, so, so close, close to a year. I was ready to pound back on. Yeah, but I was also, <laughs> but I was also like, like, you know. All those guys that would hear this, if they do hear it, you know, they'll agree with this one, you know. It's been a while, I haven't done anything, you know. 
it's like it's nerve wracking, right? Yeah. When you think like. And if you really genuinely like someone, this is the thing too, is that mm. we were just doing friends with benefits, but we knew from this one time that we had sex, even just the first time, it was like, to be explicit, I hope that a lot of family members aren't listening, if not, I mean, I should have said tune out before, but mm. <laughs> if you got this far, maybe tune out now, but mm. hopefully you have tuned out already. we were making love. Like, Mm. it was very passionate, and it was really kind and caring. But obviously, you get a bit tense, and Mm. it turns a bit into fucking as well, because you're, like, so attracted. And it was like that. And But with that, we felt really... It was weird. It was like this flood of emotions, Mm. and I was like, wow, that was really nice. Mm. And I just kept thinking about it after that, and I was like, oh, my God. I, I knew, I always, I was like, I'm not going to get attached. Mm. But I was like, fuck. <laughs> Didn't turn out that way. Yeah, but I remember, all I remember is like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, oh my god, like finally. And like, I'm loving every moment of it. And then like, I remember beforehand, I'm just like, you know, like, it's been eight months. I'm going to like, I'm fucking, I'm going to bust a nut in like 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to be done, aren't I? <laughs> you know, and like, I've told, we've told people this story before, and it's not a boasting thing, because I don't think it's boasting, it's mm. an achievement, but like, you know, I was just like, I'm going to last, like, I'm not going to last long at all, and it's going to be so embarrassing, and it's like, you know, I really liked you as well. I, I don't want... think that's embarrassing, though, if you don't last long. I think it's just like, for... if you want your body to let free, mm. just let one like rip. Like I was saying, like... <laughs> A lot of guys, if they would, if they hear this, they would, they would totally agree that there is some sort of pressure. Maybe not even some. There's a lot of pressure mm. for you know us to last longer in sex. Not for me anymore. Like I'm just like whatever. Yeah, I'm but like, it's like I can just I can just naturally I can just naturally last. I I, now. I love that I lay down now though, and I'm like, let go. <laughs> just let it. Just let it be free. I feel like just let it happen. <laughs> Obviously, with condom. Yeah. <laughs> with condom. But I'm just, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't find that unattractive. Because mm. if not, like, I'm just like, get back on that horse. We're going again. Or mm. so many other things. Like, there's a mm. fucking vibrator if you're not feeling yeah, like true. you want sex, but you're like, I still want to get off. But I, I remember when we were there and we finally were doing it, we were just, I was just like, holy fucking shit. And I was like, this is different. It's 30 seconds. Oh. It's past my record. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, I remember that, like, like if you think about it, like, you hadn't done it in a year, I hadn't done it in eight months. We should have been done within, like, a minute, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Two hours. We went for two hours. Two hours. Time. And that's not even being like, we went for two hours. That's what I was saying before, boasting. like, you know what, we went for two hours, not really These that days. tired, but then we clunked out afterwards. But we woke up, ag- like, people don't do this. We woke up again at five because I think I felt you, yeah, that's it. You were rubbing on me because we're both sleeping naked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, the horniness is coming back. So mm-hmm. we went at it again. Mm-hmm. And then we had to stop because I heard my friend's dad get up for work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, no, we can't do that. But, yeah, so that was, I don't want to go into too much detail just because we're already at 39 minutes 
But long story short, we did that. And then there was another encounter where we were at um, one of your relatives' house. Dad. Do you want me to say dad? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was your dad's. And I kid you not, this is a weekend. I think it was raining or something. We were there for three days. This is not a burst. Like, when you haven't slept with someone, I feel like the expression, fuck like rabbits, was not Mm. any more, like, real than it was for us at that time. Like, that's the definition. Yes, (laughs) that was us. Because we did it eight times Mm. in three days. Because we were just, I, it's not that we were bored, it was just like, we just couldn't mm. stop. It was well, like it was an addiction. New, it was a new relationship, and remember, we hadn't done this in a long time, and it's like, these days. But it was so like, respected, like, we mm. would try different positions, and like, I was always scared of that before, because I was like, oh, like, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. But we would try that, and it was like, really chill, and comfortable, oh, and, um, and, yeah, it was just different every time too, like. Sometimes it was just fucking because mm. we were just like really intense with hormones, and then other times it was like just making love, and it was a mixture of both, and then it was like really experimental. Mm. You know, like you hear about that with like with a lot of relationships. Like the first part of the relationship is just like, it's all you do, all you do. And then these days it's like we make love. When say we. Do it all the time, but I wouldn't say that we, like now. we don't have it. Yeah, now it's like not saying. Um, yeah, it's so weird how that happens actually because we mm. went from having like sex, all the whatever you consider mm. sex, and I wouldn't even say that it's day. like we're bored of it because no. I'll never, I'll never be bored of it. I think it's just because like we're just so tired. Not even honestly, just that. I'm I think so it's just tired. Like, especially when you like move out together and you live with each other. Mm. It's like you're comfortable. I also love cuddling so much. And feel safe knowing that, like, the other person that is right next to you, you know, you love each other and you don't always have to, you know, have sex to show that love. Like, love love is shown in many, many ways. Yeah. And I feel like also with, to add on to that, like, I feel like I'll be in bed and sometimes I'm not even mm. horny at all. And I'm just, it's I'm in the mood thing. to just, like, it sounds like, oh, sappy. But it is. It's nice to be able to, like, sleep with someone mm. who makes you feel safe and comfortable and you can just oh. snuggle and fall asleep like that. And even if you're sweaty and tacky, you still mm. fall asleep like that because mm. it's just so mm. comfy. Yeah, but let, let me get on this real quick. Okay. Every night. I love, love it, love it. And, you know, people try to judge me. A lot of those people out there won't. They'll agree with me with this. They will 100% agree with this. Mm. Being the little spoon <laughs> is the best. I knew. Uh, I, I had a thing against being the little spoon because I thought it like, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I introduced you to you, liking you that in- again. You introduced me into like, liking the little spoon. You know, I, I wanna, don't want to get into it because I don't have too long left. But, you know, I had a situation when, you know, someone, some girl spooned me at a party when I was, like, drunk, and it was terrifying, because mm. I didn't want it, and then, like, that traumatised me for a long time, it's just, like, you know, they didn't do but anything, think... they didn't do anything to me, like, they didn't assault me or anything like that, they yeah. literally just, like, started spooning me, 
I didn't like the person, I wasn't attracted to the person, I didn't want them to spoon me, and it was so terrifying. And then I remember you just offering me one night, and you're like, like, No, I came to your house to watch a movie, and I was like, Can I spoon you? And you're like, oh, I don't know, like, you told me about that encounter, and I was like, just mm. give it a go, like, and see how mm. you go. And I think it's because I'm small and chunky, it felt most. Because mm. well, I just fit in your body shape like a puzzle. Well, these days, it's like... I'm never spooned anymore. Oh my I have to ask. It's like, Connor always turns the other way. <laughs> and I know that it's because when he's going to bed... You know, I need he'll to be do that. Spooned. And then, but this is the thing, I figured out a new way of spooning. So because I'm really tiny, when I spoon you, mm. I'm like spooning you and I fit really well in your legs. So it's like really cozy. It does feel like you're kind of like a puzzle that's just mesh well together. But because I'm so small, my head reaches the middle of your back. Mm. So I'm like, that's not comfy because I can't mm. breathe. So what I've tried to do is that I've moved myself up. So yeah, I am not super um cuddly to you I guess because I'm not really folding my body like a little Mm. pretzel Mm. I am more flat but my head is like higher up near your neck so I can still breathe but it's like still nice and snuggly and I'm more up on your back and I just kind of like hug you like a little baby koala Mm. Mm. I love it I love it like you know there's probably like people would listen to this and they'll be like (laughs) (laughs) I broke the chair (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, a lot of people out there would be like, be like, what a little bitch. It's like, I don't give a fuck. All right, little spoon is the most safe. I'm so... It's so safe. It's so cozy. I, I love it. And, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that, like, big, tough guys, too. You know, I, I could name them, I reckon. And I'd, like, I haven't, I haven't even heard this from them. I reckon they love being the little spoon, too. You know, there's that whole thing. Right, it's like guys, you know, out in public, you know, they behave one way, and you know, they're gonna be tough, you know, be hard as nails, hard as rocks. I call people out on that shit all the time. Mm. I do not care. All right, I know that those those exact guys, those motherfuckers, are at home being like, I want cuddles. Those TikTok videos of when they're like yes. that, and then when they catch themselves on camera, they're like. <clears throat> <coughs> Why would you do that? Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, own up to it. Own up to it. There's nothing wrong with being a gentleman, not a gentleman. Just well, being sensitive. Being sensitive. It's not a bad thing. I'm so sensitive. It's... A lot of people be like, "Oh, she's a cancer. She's sensitive because like that's my star sign." But oh, I am. I'm such a fucking asparagus. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a vegetable. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> don't say that. But, um, no. Oh. It's like, I I don't understand why men do not feel comfortable. Well, I mean, I do understand why. Like, it's that whole toxic masculinity thing. You know, men are grown up. Or boys are grown up to, you know, from their fathers and their grandfathers and yada, yada, yada. You know, they have to act a certain way. I feel like these days, every like, you know, sensitive men are starting to come out more, you know. Mm. But it's like... Own up to that shit, alright? I know that at home, behind closed doors, with your partner... Whether it be female, male, non-binary, trans, whatever. You are getting spooned by your partner. You're being all 
snuggly with your partner, you're putting on a little baby voice with your partner, everyone does that, you know? Yeah. I remember before we even started dating, we were hating on people for that shit. Oh, yeah. We were just like, I find it so cringy. So hypocritical that we I find it like so cringy on people, like, you know, they're just, like, being doing all that voice and all that, and, like, you know, now these days, it's like, you know, we're doing that voice, like, every bloody day, you, like, call out to the other room and be like... Hi, I'm just like, hi. Hi. Stuff like that. It's like, just own up to it. You know, obviously you don't have to go out in public and be like, do it in front of people because, like, that would be kind of weird. Just everyone out in public talking about Not not that no one needs to see. Yeah, no one needs to see that. There is privacy. Everyone, everyone, Everyone needs to have privacy, but do not hate on other people who do that shit because I know that you do that shit at home. Uh, Probably, yeah. You most likely do that shit at home. But yeah. We always do that shit. We uh, obviously started dating uh, around the HSC. Mm. Well, we were going to wait, actually. We were going to wait. We were like, we'll wait till after the HSC. But like, it was just too much. Yeah. But it from was... there, it just kind of like went off into its own little thing. Mm. And obviously we got the holidays to spend with each other. We graduated with each other, which is a huge accomplishment mm. because as a teenager, you're not only going through your own mental stuff, but we went through mental health stuff together, still do. Mm. We went through graduating and moving on to a big chapter, having accomplishments with school or even just like with mm. growth. And we went through the HSC, which is a really stressful time for everybody. I wasn't too stressed because so, I just, I just. Yeah, but try. I mean, like it was still a big thing to go through. Like it, it can really, just like, you know, do good or bad things to people. Well, but there's a, I think you know, there's unfortunately a lot of teenagers out there that get really, really affected by the HSC. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, they, there's too much pressure that's put on them. You know, people go through school and they just say and they believe like you know like i have to do it i have to get a's i have to get straight a's like i have to i have to do the best i can Mm. not the best i can the best my parents want the best that everyone expects me to do Mm. it should just be the best it should be the best that you can the best that you physically can Mm. if you don't want to try you don't care about school so what i didn't try i probably failed all of my exams and like you know I'm going fine. Yeah. A lot of people out there are going to be going fine. Of course. But I think with that, uh, yeah, we were in a relationship. We've been friends for about two years, and we've Mm. been dating for a year year. and maybe six months. Almost, it's, you know, soon it'll be two years, but then... Now we're engaged. We've been engaged for ever since September, September the 30th. So um, I asked him. She did ask me actually to break some gender stereotyping there, or and it was it was actually really really nice. You know, there's a lot of pressure. You know, pressure's the word. A lot of pressure on men to have to do that like, well I didn't family. even get down on one knee we don't really like mm. traditional stuff mm. either I was literally laying in bed but I had fairy lights on mm. and I was just talking to you and I was just being real but I like that it was more it's, it was so much more genuine 
But you know? the emotions were very high because obviously when oh, I gave I it to you, you cried, cried and then I cried. Mm. And we were hugging and crying and that was very beautiful. But mm. it was beautiful. Um, I do not regret doing that. I do not I feel like that. you should have done it first. Mm. I always knew that I wanted to do that. We've been talking about marriage and kids for a long time because I think that's a really important topic as well to um, get onto. Like, if even if you're not going to be with a person, like if you go on a date with someone, you just want to know like where do they stand with marriage and kids? Because if it does end up you're with them for four years. You don't want to find out later down the track that they don't want that and then you're kind of like, okay, do I sacrifice me not having mm. kids even though I've wanted them or do I leave this person? And you never, so, you never should have to sacrifice Oh no, like if you, some people are different, but if that were mm. me, I would be like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore because these are things that I wanted. But yeah, I made sure that I made that clear and you're on the same page of me and we mm. just meshed well because mm-hmm. we had the same morals but the other thing that I really liked that made us work is that we had really honest confronting conversations that did sometimes cause a bit of conflict but it was mm. like harmless conflict like it was just it was nice to be challenged I think in mm. a those, conversation those... which made us stronger and it was nice to also hear someone else's opinion on a topic that I felt so strongly about mm. whether that be with like you know identifying as non-binary or uh yeah just toxic masculinity like I know people who Mm. have that or have had that and are kind of breaking Mm. out of that and just other topics like that that I was really big on Mm. and just Mm. do you see those those um those really confronting conversations that we've had Mm. You know those talks. They're they're the type of talks that not that not that everyone needs to have, but it's good but to it's have. It's important those. to it's have a, confronting yeah. conversations with your significant other because you. I mm-hmm. don't understand those couples that say we never fight. Like, you we never have. We never have disagreements. I'm like, but so what? You you just kind of like not necessarily give in to them, but you just mm. agree with them. It's like. No, like, challenge me. Oh. Put me in my place. If I'm being a shit, tell me. Mm. And, like, mm. we made that clear as well. Like, I was like, you know, if we have arguments and we're both in the wrong or one of us is in the wrong, mm. I'm like, I'm really sorry for being a shit. And, like, mm. or you'll be like, I really didn't like mm. that you said this to me. It really hurt me. And I'll say, I'm sorry. Instead of being mm. like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm. It's like, I'm sorry that I hurt you. Mm. Because I'm sorry that you feel that way is not an apology. Just like, putting that out I'm there to anybody. That That's it's, because it's still, it's all you're you. in denial yeah. of denial. owning up to your own actions right. and not growing from that and learning mm. from mistakes. And it's saying that you have said something as well. But anyway, um, you know, those confronting conversations, mm. you know, they, you, they take it to know the person a lot more. You know, you get to know mm. you get you get to know your significant other. It doesn't even have to be a significant other, actually. Even just a friend. Even if it is a parents. Exactly. Parents is a big one. Parents is a big one, but that's that's a difficult one. But you know, with these couple, you know, not couple, with all these podcasts that we'll do, you know, they're quite confronting conversations. 
But that's what and we I'm want. And sure, I'm sure everyone will, you know, get to know us a lot more. Yeah. From all these. But I Which, think... Yeah. Yeah, well, we are at the mark where we kind of cut it off now. Um, we hope you enjoyed this one. This one was just mm-hmm. kind of get to know us about relationships, a bit about how we feel about relationships. Mm, and obviously own. we're still learning. Like we're not saying that we're perfect and we have all the answers mm-hmm. and we know everything about relationships. Like no, mm-hmm. it's just what's worked for us, what we believe works to keep a relationship with anyone, mm-hmm. as Connor said, whether that be, um, I guess friendship or mm. you know having a lover <laughs> whatever a even if it's just what I had which is not your boyfriend and girlfriend but you're exclusive it's still important to have communication They're all, relation- like that. all relationships have effects on you you know hopefully next time you know you get to, get to know us a little bit more who, yeah. who knows what next episode we'll be talking about maybe we'll bounce off this one into something that was mentioned in this one that we can talk about Mm. for another one Mm. but we hope you're having a lovely day or night wherever you are whenever you listen to this and hoping that people really enjoy our podcast because we feel strongly that this could go well and we also like that we can get our voice out there in the world Mm. and just get to talk about whatever we want, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so thank you very much for tuning in once again mm-hmm. to this episode of Shit Talk. Mm-hmm. Again, we hope you're having a lovely time. And do you have anything else to sign off with? Just keep in tune for the next one. Okay. Post weekly, every Saturday. There you go, every Saturday. Okay, see you next week. Bye. 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 See you, mate.